Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrickin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. I'm here to recap your action on the diamond from Thursday and get you ready for Friday as you head into the weekend, the holiday weekend, and have some fun with all of that. Let's talk about some news and notes from Thursday. Cal Quantrill will return and make his start for the Guardians on Friday. With that news, the Guardians optioned Logan Allen to AAA. Allen has been very inefficient of late. Walking guys barely getting – he hasn't gotten to five innings over his last three starts. And even longer than that, there's been some efficiency issues with Logan Allen. So he was the man that lost the role for now. We'll see. I'm holding on to him in fantasy as long as I can. The talent is still very, very good. He will be back. Um, Quantrill is not made for this rotation. If anything, he should go to the pen. Savali can go to the pen. There's ways to get all these good young arms in the rotation and see where things good, see where things go. So I'll take my chances with Logan Allen. Some Milwaukee Brewers news. Tyron Taylor heads to AAA Nashville to begin a rehab assignment to add some more depth to the Brewers team. At the same time, the Brewers recalled Bryce Terang. He went his 15 games since getting demoted to AAA. He's hitting 298 with three home runs and two stolen bases. They sent Luis Urias to AAA. Zach Logue was recalled by the Tigers to uh, to give some bullpen help, and Joey Wentz went back to AAA. This will clear up a rotation spot in the coming days for Tariq Skubal, who made his final rehab appearance on Wednesday. His next start will be with the Detroit Tigers. So Logue will just fill in for some bullpen rolls for now. Other Tigers news, Reese Olsen left his start on Thursday with a knee injury. X-rays were negative. They're hoping he's just day-to-day. Toronto Blue Jays, they got Alejandro Kirk returning from the I.O. with his hand injury. Tyler Hanneman went back to AAA. It was much needed as the we talked about it when Heineman got hurt. There was not a lot of catching options in the minors for the Toronto Blue Jays. So Kirk back to back up Danny Jansen. Jordan Lyles of the Kansas City Royals is sick, and he will not make his start on Friday. So that means we get the debut of Alec Marsh of the Kansas City Royals, one of their top pitching prospects. In the minors, he had about three starts at AAA. The rest were at AA. Um, Marsh has a 4.62 ERA, 75 strikeouts in 62 and a third innings. Pitched, he has 27% K rate and 11.2% walk rate. So Marsh has shown what a lot of these young pitchers are showing. Pretty good strikeout stuff. Control can be an issue, and we'll see where it goes in the bigs doesn't help that Marsh's debut is it's nice it's at home and pitcher friendly Coffin Stadium, but it's against the Los Angeles Dodgers. So hopefully the Dodgers have a Coors hangover to help out in this situation for Mr. Marsh. Speaking of the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw mentioned yesterday we couldn't figure out what injury they were speculating on, on with his he'll be okay situation. Well, Kershaw talked about it. On Thursday, he has shoulder inflammation. Kershaw received a cortisone shot in his shoulder. And he's hopeful to make his next start. But in his words, I won't be stupid about it. So the goal is to make the next start for Kershaw after the cortisone shot takes effect. 
But if worse comes to worse, he'll miss it until he's healthy. Seth Lugo of the San Diego Padres will get the start on Friday as Lou Darvish continues to get pushed back with his weird illness situation. They're still hopeful Darvish can pitch over the weekend, uh, but it's time will tell with this one's a very, very weird saga with the U Darvish illness. Speaking of more Padres news, Michael Walker threw a bullpen session on Thursday and all went well. He missed his last start with shoulder soreness. So with Walker's positive bullpen session, he's expected to make his next start at the beginning of the week. Chicago White Sox, Michael Kopech could start on Sunday. The, the, if you look at the, the White Sox probable starters for the weekend, it's TBD on Friday, Dylan Cease on Saturday, TBD on Sunday. Kopech's spot would have been Sunday. Um, he could start on Sunday, but the White Sox are debating giving him an extra start off after walking 16 batters in his last start, three starts, basically giving Kopech some time to clear his mind, as they say. So we'll see how that one plays out. Garrett Cooper of the Miami Marlins was scratched on Thursday with an illness. He is day-to-day. Another Marlins first baseman, Yuli Gurriel, was scratched prior to the game as he took a ball off the nose doing some extra fielding work in the pregame warm-ups. Michael Grove of the Los Angeles Dodgers was optioned to AAA. This clears up a rotation spot for Luis Urias, who is set to make his return from the IL on Saturday for the Dodgers in Kansas City. So Grove served his purpose to eat up innings. Not much else because he was not very fantasy relevant at all. Chris Bryant of the Colorado Rockies is expected to be activated from the IL on Friday, just in time for a weekend series against the Detroit Tigers in Coors Field. Some nice matchups there for uh, Chris Bryant to get reacclimated to the starting lineup. Rockies got CJ Crone back earlier in the week. They're getting uh, Bryant back on Friday as they slowly become healthy, healthy, and healthier. Anthony Rizzo he uh, left the game on uh, with he left the most recent game with an elbow injury after getting hit by pitch on his elbow. X-rays were negative. He's not expected to play on Friday, and the hopes are he will play sometime this weekend. So it's an elbow injury that's bothering him enough, probably pain-wise and mobility-wise, that they've already ruled out Friday, and they're hoping for the weekend. If you're in, like, say, an NFBC biweekly lineup lock, Rizzo might be good to uh, just sit down as the, the Cardinals go to uh, St. Louis for the weekend series, or because the Yankees go to St. Louis for the weekend series. And then last but not least, Michael Soroka officially will be making the start on Friday for the Atlanta Braves. All right, everybody, not sure what y'all are waiting for. Are you ready to step up to the plate and show off your fantasy baseball skills? Check out Underdog Fantasy's seventh inning stretch tournament from now through July 14th, where you can build your dream team and compete against your friends for the $150,000 in total prizes. The best part, once you draft your team, you're all set. No need to worry about waivers, substitutions, or trades during the tournament. And don't worry about setting your lineups each week. Underdog will automatically select your highest scoring players for you. The seventh inning stretch has four thrilling rounds, each with its own player groups. From the 12-person groups in round one to the intense 134-person final group in round four. The competition keeps getting more intense the farther you go. And with our code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all one word, you'll receive a 100% deposit match up to $100, and it's only $7 to enter the seventh inning stretch tournament. Just check the description on this episode for the sign-up link and make sure you use the promo code PITCHERLIST, all one word, when you sign up. Mark your calendars. The tournament starts right after the All-Star break, so get ready to dive into the action. So what are you waiting for? Visit the link in the episode description, use promo code PITCHERLIST, and receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Join us in the 7th inning stretch tournament and experience the thrill of fantasy baseball like never before on Underdog. Good luck, and may the best team win. Just a friendly reminder here, you must be at least 18 or over and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates, 19 or over in Alabama, and 21 uh, Alabama and Nebraska, 21 over in Massachusetts and Arizona, 
Terms apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, hitting highlights from Thursday. There was a lot of offense as usual, but Spencer Torkelson wanted to bring Torque up here. Two for three with two home runs and two runs scored, four RBIs and two walks. Torque is one of the more tilting players in fantasy. It's all or nothing with him. He loves facing lefties, and he's facing lefties the last few days. He's got three homers in his last two starts. More importantly, Torque has six home runs in his last 17 games. The power is there for Torkelson. The batting average has not been there, but I like what we're seeing from the development of the kid. I wouldn't be shocked if we see a nice little run in the second half from Torkelson, former number one overall pick for the Detroit Tigers. Alex Bregman, I mentioned earlier, the Houston Astros are getting things going. Bregman went three for five with a home run, three runs scored, four RBIs, and a walk. That home run was a grand slam to put the icing on the cake for the big Houston Astros win on Thursday. Bregman is heating up, folks. Over his last 10 games, Bregman's hitting 357 with three home runs, 10 runs scored, 14 RBIs, and a stolen base. This is the kind of stuff the Astros are hoping to see from Bregman and company, and they're getting it finally. If they can just get Jordan back and healthy, watch out for Houston. Then how Song Kim, I've talked about him in some recent articles and whatnot. He's starting to show some signs of life as the player many wanted him to be when he came over to the Padres from Asia a couple years ago. Kim went two for three with a double, a home run, a run, and two RBIs on Thursdays. He's been leading off for the San Diego Padres. Over the last two weeks, Kim's hitting 373 with four home runs, 10 runs scored, 11 RBIs, and two stolen bases. If he can continue even part of that production for the rest of the year, he'll be a big fantasy boom for those that took a chance on Hal Sung Kim. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on all things, all of the day's top hitters. All right, so starting pitching highlights from Thursday. Shane Bieber, this has been a fun little run here because Early in the season, he was getting stuff done, but he was pitching to contact, no strikes, no swings and misses, none of it. It was it was not it was concerning. Well, Bieber went six shutouts, two hits, one walk, and eight more strikeouts on Thursday. Twelve whiffs and a thirty three percent CSW. That's outstanding. Over his last four starts, Bieber has thirty strikeouts with twenty five and a third innings pitch. He's allowed nine earned runs. Nine earned runs came in two of those four starts. The other two starts, zero earned runs. So he's starting to get the swings and misses. He's starting to get the strikeouts. If you can hone in the overall production, Bieber could be back to that top-end talent we've all been waiting for. My Bay, Brian Bayo, continues to be a beast this year. Took a no-no into the seventh on Thursday. He went seven innings, one earned, two hits, one walk, five strikeouts for the Red Sox versus the Miami Marlins. Bayo had 12 whiffs and a 31% CSW. Kid keeps getting it done on the season now. Bayo has a 3.08 ERA, a 3.81 xFIP, 67 Ks, and 73 innings pitched, and that's including the garbage start that they made him pitch on the marathon day in the rain, where it just messed with his whole rhythm on his first start back. So, you, like, if you wanted to cut that one off the list, he'd be having even better numbers this season. So, Brian Bayo, big boy stuff coming from a guy that I was very high on entering the season. Chris Bassett, six innings pitched, no earned, three hits, three walks, 12 Ks against the San Francisco Giants. Bassett had 18 whiffs and a 36% CSW. It's been a roller coaster of a season for Bassett. He needed this bounce back start in a bad, bad way. And the other thing I want to highlight is Bassett picked up 12 Ks. Gossman had 12 Ks the other day. Early in the season, the Giants struck out a ton. Then they started playing more contact ball, not as many strikeouts. 
looks like they might be back to their strikeout ways. So keep that in mind for streaming purposes going forward. Like I'm not streaming Cookie Carrasco on Friday, but in general, if the right matchup dictates, the Giants might be a, a team to target once again. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Thursday. Not a ton, honestly. Jordan Romano picked up his 24th save of the season as he tries to stay in line with Emmanuel Classe as those two continue to lead Major League Baseball in saves. David Bednar picked up his 16th save of the year. A.J. Puck, his 13th save of the season for the Marlins. Devin Williams, his 16th back-to-back days for Devin Williams. And then Craig Kimbrell's up to 12 saves now with the Philadelphia Phillies. Even with Jose Alvarado back, Kimbrell's the dude in the back end of that bullpen. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about relief pitching. All right, before we take a look at Friday's action on the dime, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Edgerkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. We have a 12-game main slate for you for DraftKings because there's an early Wrigley game with Justin Steele taking the bump. We always love a little Steele action. And then you have a couple, you know, got two Eastern game or, or a five Eastern or two Pacific and one in the 6 o'clock hour as well. So 12 games starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. Coors Field's obviously in play. Detroit versus Gomber. Rockies versus Lorenzen. Uh, I love the Detroit value, especially with like Andy Abanez, Carpenter, Veerling. Lots of ways to go there. Uh, Colorado side's great as well. I, I keep pumping it on my DFS shows. Uh, the combination of Profar and Tovar at the one-two spot atop the Rockies order being affordable has been a great little mini stack or a way to start stacking the Rockies. like that a ton. If you want some non-Coors action for you, Angels versus the lefty Tommy Henry. I'm big on. We love Drury versus lefties. We love Renfro versus lefties. We love Trout and Otani versus anybody. Lots of ways there to go with the Angels. And then the Yankees are, look like they might be warming up a little bit there. Their bats, maybe, maybe. And they get Matthew Liebertor, who's been very, very bad and very, very uh, hittable. So the Yankees could be a fun little stack as well. Some pitchers we're looking at on this Friday action. Shane O'Mac returning to the mound after leaving his last start with a back injury. He threw a side session. Everything looks good. If they're giving him the go-ahead to start, then I'm trusting him going up against the Seattle Mariners. The team striking out nearly 30% of the time versus lefties over the last three weeks. So this is a great spot for Shane O'Mac to get right. Most expensive pitcher on the slate. Great spot to target him, though. We had some values for you, like Dean Kramer going up against Minnesota. Minnesota strikes out nearly 29% of the time versus righties. You got Zvaldo Beto going against Milwaukee. But Milwaukee at 29% carry versus righties. So I like Kramer more so at both really, really good plays. And then uh, Griffin Canning is kind of the interesting one because Griffin Canning um, 
He's the wild card with Corbin Carroll leaving the game on Thursday with a shoulder injury that I sh- think I talked about earlier in the show. Can't remember now. Uh, Corbin Carroll, he, he left with a shoulder injury. They're saying he's day to day. It was when he swung. He's probably out on Friday. Griffin Canyon has been amazing over like the last three, four, five starts, maybe dominating Coors Field as a six shot innings in his last start. Um, he's an uber tournament play. I like a lot because the Diamondbacks are striking out less than 20% of the time of varieties, hit with a ton of power. They're a scary lineup to attack. But in tournaments, Griffin Canyon can be your dude. Some things I'm looking forward to on Friday, James Paxton returning from, like, he left his last start early going against Jose Barrios. Paxton's been great this year. Let's see how he bounces back. Mike Soroka, take two. He's getting the call back up to get going. See how that plays out. And then some other matchups. Bobby Miller has struggled his last two starts for the Dodgers. Gets a great matchup versus the Royals to maybe get things right. Going up against Alec Marsh in his debut. So two young pitchers in Kaufman. And then the nightcap, Shane McClanahan, Shane O'Mac versus Bryce Miller. I like both of those quite a bit. Should be a fun way to cap off a Friday evening. Well, that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Reminder, as usual, Jake Crumpler will have this covered over the weekend to get you through everything. I'll be back with you guys on Monday, July 3rd. But it's going to be a long holiday weekend, so you guys have a fun, safe time out there. Wish you all the best. And while you're at it, go check out PitcherList.com. A lot of great content, podcasts, just everything, articles, uh, tools, the works. And if you want to go even deeper in there to support the cause, PL Plus and PL Pro get you in the Discord and much, much more. So I highly recommend checking out PitcherList.com, PL Plus, PL Pro. You won't regret it. But that'll do it, folks. I'll be back with you guys on Monday. This was your first pitch podcast Friday, June 30th edition. Hope you all have a great week. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.